You're about to listen to the Wissam Sharif podcast. This effort is made possible by our monthly supporters on Patreon. Please visit patreon.com slash Sharif to become a monthly patron and help us make more projects like this one. So find a posture of dignity, take a deep breath, and join us for today's episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. A sense of peace be upon you, around you, and may peace emanate in all things that you do, friends. Welcome to the Sheikh and Small Fries podcast. Friends, a privilege to be with you today, opening up for us the month of September, and for you, your fall season has begun. It is a privilege to have you today. Welcome again. Assalamu alaikum, and that sense of peace be upon you. May wholeness, purposefulness, and a sense of abundance descend upon you now. May it reveal itself to you. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Welcome with my co host, Dr. Gina. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. I'm glad to be here. Alhamdulillah. Had a very good weekend so far. Right. I think we are. We are coming into the studio today, uh, picking up the pieces from an amazing, amazing weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the last weekend for us, I think for us, uh, as is, it's the last weekend of the summer. So the Labor Day weekend, uh, everyone was out and about. And, mm-hmm. and right before the podcast, we were catching up with. So how was your weekend? And it's it's a conclusion it's a state of mind. Mm-hmm. Summer concludes fall. You begin the harvest of all the things that you sowed mm-hmm. back when. Uh, summer, you had your festivals. You mm-hmm. had your hard work, long days, 100 uh, degrees or 39 degrees Celsius mm-hmm. for, I think, 45, 50 days in a row, uh, which is not, uh, it's not as normal here. Sure. So we sure. Uh, in Texas, had a more intense summer. The changing of the season is what we are celebrating. So if you would join us, maybe being two to three weeks into your September, join us, look around and be like, you can feel the change. You can smell the change. And our our last episode, not that you you listen to them sequentially, but in the last episode, we talked about joy. We talked about happiness. And being able to share in the the nowness of, well, if I'm going to heaven, dot, dot, dot. If I'm going to heaven, it doesn't, I know your knee-jerk response could be, I'm going to heaven, so let me do whatever I want. And immediately off the bat, does a occupant of paradise hurt the people of the, uh, the other citizens of paradise? No. So in our pursuit of joy, a lot of times, will cut and hurt other people. And that automatically, you know, that's not the characteristic of a people, the people of paradise. So without a religious title over it immediately, how how do all religions and all ways of life, how would you imagine Jesus, peace be upon him, would describe how the citizens of paradise would interact with each other? So we got a little bit deeper into that very lovely. I mean, they would love each other. They would they would look out for each other. Love gets used in its own way. They would look out for each other. Today, this week, we want to be able to entertain delayed gratification. 
And I'm, I'm putting this out there right now because that word uh, is used often. And if you have heard it, um, many, uh, many, many famous podcasters, uh, great podcasters from India and all your top podcasters here, uh, Joe Rogan and David Goggins have all talked about, everyone has talked about for decades, the benefits of delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my have a thought. My thought is that if it's not a delayed gratification, perhaps someone's trying to sell you something. And even in like, I recently, I went to the movies yesterday because it was $3. Like they had a national cinema day, so all movies were $3. But had, being in that constant gratification was actually a prison. Like if you look at the, in the movie, this guy was literally in a prison but he got every gratification he wanted, but it was a prison. Nonetheless, uh, there was nonetheless. no delayed gratification. Uh, and uh, it is, we are going to jump, we're jumping right into it right now. Just like you said, um, because we want people to think about the term immediately. And then uh, Gina, if you can zone in with me, why wouldn't someone possibly be watching a movie in the background while this podcast is going on, right? (laughs) While listening to delayed gratification, someone might be eating, lounging, and chilling. And so the idea of gratification, uh, I want to see if I can uh, put it inside of a a bubble for you all. Friends, I want to grab a quick story uh, to see if you can see that delayed gratification culturally might disappear. You owe I um, headphone wireless listening podcast friend. I'm breaking the fourth wall and saying you could be in a cocoon right now that's so comfortable that delayed gratification couldn't make any more sense. I will now try to put that in a vacuum story. Uh, Dr. Gina, my mom's a physician who uh, sold her practice and became like fluid. She was uh, after, I think, in her mid mid 50s, she sold her practice uh, and gave herself autonomy to then go. She then worked for the doctor that she sold the practice to, i.e. Um, a go getter. She knew what she was doing. And at some point, she took a position overseas trying to develop that she's a established 20-year doctor. She's taken a position overseas and with her tenure and just where she was in life, she got a, a more senior position at a hospital in G, in the south of Saudi Arabia. And the name of the place wow. is Jizan. Right. So, but uh, I'm saying to you and to all of our listeners, uh, have you ever heard of Jizan? I never no. heard of Jizan. My mom had to say it like three times, like four times. I was like, where do you work again? And she would say it. And then I, you can't, it, Jizan doesn't, doesn't stick in your head necessarily. It's, it's not that it's funny. It just doesn't stick in your head. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting name. Right? And yeah. so it was a coastal, uh, it was a, oh, excuse me, a hospital that was on the border uh, close to close to Yemen, which this story doesn't date very well, uh, but may Allah have mercy on the people of Yemen. And 
as a result, she, she got to see the ins and outs of a hospital, a very well-funded hospital, but still had, how else could you say it? Uh, cosmetic patients were given preference in some, uh, or, you know, some uh, situations uh, over people who were waiting, say, in an ER. And that's very, that's, that's backwards, right? You, you, don't, you don't have that happen. So painting this elaborate picture for you, friends, to give you an idea that mom, is, I want to paint a hillbillies uh, strike gold, strike oil, and they built an expensive plastic surgery wing and all of these components of a hospital, but it's all together. So a princess, so now we can say, friends, there are 5,000 active princes, um, and, and, and that's a structure of their country. And so one of the princesses came and had some consultation or something. I, I, I can't even, I don't want to think or con comment on that. My mom's interacting with this princess and she says, and here's the whole story. She says, aren't you happy about all of this? And the princess sitting in effectively a limousine, they were sitting in a limo style seating. I only caveat, there aren't many limos in, in Saudi Arabia, Jizan, but they're sitting kind of face to face and the princess pauses and she's, she's like iced out. And we, we all know the phrase, she's dripped out in real drip. Like she's, wow. right. And she has the purse and the wallet and the thing <laughs> and the everything and the, and the, and, and then she with all trueness looked kind of threw my mom and said, for what? Like, and my mom said in her for what she was looking for, are you, are you, are you giving me something? Is there oh. something new? And, and, and my mom was like, for what? And then she said, aren't you, isn't all of this amazing? And the princess said, oh, all of this, this is normal. I'm like, this is what I'm used to. Wow. Boom. I pray, I pray I just broke the fourth wall with you all, friends, to say, whoa, are you sitting in someone else's paradise? Pause. Because you just went into my story and like, oh, I wish I could be a princess. Um, no. And and I think about this for a second because I'm now feeling her take off the Chanel and the name and the brand and the and the money and the prestige and then just standing there as a I'm a human being right I'm, you're you're not getting accurate when you have wealth it doesn't mean it doesn't subhanallah I, I this comment will take us off wealth <laughs> doesn't bring fulfillment you don't feel intelligent if you solely have money so yes let's, Yes, right. this is true because I, I, I don't, I might've brought this up before, but I have a acquaintance who I was friends with in the nineties, who her father, he used to own the Royals, which is the baseball team in Kansas city. He was a big, he owned pharmaceuticals. He made millions of, or I say her grandfather, Ewan Kaufman's his name, millions of dollars. And so she had a trust fund from the moment she was born and she had a condominium and she had everything she needed. But to be perfectly honest, she was not happy. Mm. She had very few friends. And uh, yeah, she was not happy. But externally, externally, it, it's even more impossible for someone to say, 
How? How? Well, she has everything. She has money. She didn't have to work a day in her life. And so we project all of our problems on them. Yes. And are you in a moment right now, uh, Dr. Gina, are you uh, the access? And I'm not trying to take this down to some mm -hmm. uh, some drought ridden country. I'm saying where you are presently in life, access to food, the mm -hmm. variety of clothing, uh, unlimited Wi-Fi data, phone, uh, uh, ability to travel in a car. Are you living somebody's paradise? Are you yes. living? Uh, yes. Like uh, yes, someone yes. who's alive now, not, not like a thousand years ago. I I'm living, I'm living somebody's paradise right now. And yeah, because I mean, I have a home, I have food, I have electricity, I have Wi-Fi. I mean, I'm doing a podcast. I mean, this is such a far cry from, you know, even my own mother who literally lived in a mud hut with the grass roofs, no, you know, no grass roof, no electricity, no bathroom, no running water, just mud and thatch. I mean, to her, the life that we have now is like, she became that princess. Okay. So uh, I totally understand if anyone can connect the dots. Because I imagine someone of one of our listeners, when we say, when you and I say hut, I immediately can uh, from from the part of the world that I'm in, I can immediately see it. Uh, there are words for that hut in each of our languages. I feel like besides oh, uh, uh, friends who are listening, like a YouTube clip of the homeless situation in Austin, Texas, or San Francisco, the what's going on in the uh, encampments, those are upstyle, right? They're made out of waterproof and uh, IKEA bags. Uh, what we're talking about is think of those shelters made permanently from dung and clay, and that's that's their lives. So let, let's take it above there because that's, to me, uh, like imagine your mom now coming and saying, uh, Gina, when we were little, we lived in straw huts. Now you're <laughs> like, I, I can't really do anything with that information, mom, because uh, uh, Gina, if your Wi-Fi goes down, it is the it would be the equivalent, like we react the same mm -hmm. way that they would if if a wall in their hut had been destroyed mm -hmm. we we react so I, I am reaching out to you friends oh listeners i'm not saying we're weaker we're human mm -hmm. and we're always going to have a saber tooth like response mm -hmm. so in the whole delaying gratification and understanding and seeking joy concept I, I want you to understand there will always be some level of stress where focus goes, attention flows, or however you want to uh, want to slice that. Sure, we can find something that's not going right. But being able to ask yourself, am I living someone else's paradise? Because what was it two episodes ago or a few thoughts ago we said, could you openly entertain the idea that you would go to paradise, eternal bliss with the source of the universe? And if that's been percolating, marinating for two, three weeks, 
I'd like to then entertain. If you're going to paradise, then could you entertain that you're in someone's paradise right now? And that does a lot for me. That that whole I'm living, I, I with some am living somebody's paradise. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like some folks can't see themselves. Mm-hmm. The I, the wireless headphones that are in your ear, the phone that's on the ground, the, the connection, the continuous Wi-Fi, the streaming nature of my voice right now coming to you uninterrupted. These are enormous luxuries that would make somebody's paradise, a a person living today. I believe that if you begin with, I'm living in someone else's paradise and I'm delaying the gratification so that I can live in my own. Mm -hmm. And and that to me, it resonates. It had, right? You could feel it. If you said, do you have access to at least 10 people that you think you'll go to paradise with? I think so. I think you do. I think, do you have, um, uh, do, do you have the health that you aspire to have in paradise? And th- now this one is where a lot of us are going to get caught. No, I'm not. Okay. So then get your uh, behind, like lift it, move your behind so that you can attain the health. And we we have one phrase, live in your joints, in your skeletal frame, not in your organs. Done. Don't live in your gluteus maximus, your, your badunkadunk. Live <laughs> in the pelvic bone, the pelvic structure, the bottom of your spine, which is the frame of your backside. Live not in your stomach or in your chest, Rather, in your fluid spine. Ah, I think you just felt your body move there. You felt your body say, well, where is my spine? And where is my, and and you have it. You're waking yourself up to complete health. So now, let's re-entertain the question. Do you believe that if you delay gratification, constant, even coming back to the podcast for the high, for the pickup, are you willing to say, I am now, and I'm saying this 70 episodes in, friends, are you willing to say, I am going to put a carrot at the end of these, at the end of these motivational sessions, at the end of these uh, experiencing a podcast with someone who's very clearly, I, I am asking you to be, to become, to answer the question that God said to the angels, I know something about them that you all don't know. I know when the angel said, don't create these people and their progeny. Don't create Adam because they're going to spill blood. They're going to do facade on the earth. God said, I know something about, I know something you all don't know. And what is that thing about you that God knows? And I'm, and I am compelling you asking you, showing you a way to say, what is that thing about you? And if you then open up and and expose that thing and say, God knows something about me. I believe in myself. I'm going to put a carrot at the end of each one of these 
moments. Whenever this happens, I'm going to get up and say, you know what? Uh, I No more motivation until. Or I'm going to wait. I'm going to work hard for two weeks. And then I'll listen to the next. I'm sure this is a part of your routine. And if you look around right now in this moment of clarity, your life has a routine, whether you like it or not, whether it's a horrible routine or not, you go through the same patterns. You'd be surprised that you listen to uh, the podcast around the same time or under the same circumstances. Mm -hmm. You went through something tough. You're like, oh, dude. And you might even say, well, what would the shake and small fries do? What would you know, Batman and Robin do in this scenario? And you might find yourself coming back. So either scenario, we're toting this line on the fourth wall, friends. I am asking you to put a carrot and say, I'm listening. I'm hearing. Yo, I'm going to set up a goal right now. I am going to write down in this exact moment, what are the experiences I want to feel? In 12 months, 24 months, and within the next three years, what are the experiences I want to feel? Write it down. Where do I need to grow in my life? No one else can give you that real advice except you. No one else can give you that. We could tell you suggestions, and I worked on my diet and my sleep schedule. I worked on not making excuses. I worked on staying positive. Those are all things I did. The real thing is what do call yourself out. I think that's the hardest thing. If you want real success, call yourself out before someone else does. In the words of my mom, may God bless her tremendously for getting me to this point. She said, Wissam, I'd rather tell you before you go out the door, X, rather than your friends have to tell you, oh, you got a booger in your nose. And I'm, I was like, oh, I've told her so many times. I was like, mom, that is like <laughs> such good advice. Yeah. Because otherwise I would be like, oh, come on, stop. She's like, look. Let me give you a once over so that your best friend has to, doesn't have to say, hey, your, your, your underwear is sticking out from the back of your shirt. Let me give you a once. And it's like, this is sound logic, mom. And I bought it. it for me, it worked. And so many times she, she would say, I wish I could tell. Uh, can I tell you so that your friends don't have to? Mm -hmm. And then you, you would then kind of mentally prepare yourself. And then that was her way to say, I'm going to say something or critique you, but can I say it so your friends don't have to? Boom. Can you say it so no one else has to, dear? Can you, oh, but how can I see self-reflection? I'm so sorry. Check and mate. This all came back to self-time, self-reflection, delayed gratification. How do you do it? Sit down and breathe. When the itch urge comes, sit down and breathe through the feeling of wanting to do something and delay the gratification. And how will you, Dr. Gina, be triggered to do deep meditative breathing in a moment of stress if you haven't built a meditative practice on your own outside? If you can't get to a moment of difficulty and then say, oh, I did my three to 10 minutes, my 10 to and more minutes of rise and fall of my breath, watching it like a wave, yeah. keeping all other thoughts still and silent. That, I did that this morning, you're saying to yourself for three minutes. And now life is throwing at you some fireballs and Shaitan is shooting arrows and your desires are uppercutting you in the groin. And then your egos 
giving you a suplex and mm-hmm. then then you're stuck in the middle and then the world has comments for how you should and shouldn't be and they're taking a shooter on you <laughs> and there you are getting the backbreaker and what can you do pull all your energy back in doba mm-hmm. yes. means you turn doba So when you say repentance, it means, oh, I'm so bad. No, doba means a U-turn. There's a, a, I'm sorry, but I'm okay. I have made a mistake. I need to turn around. Doba, seeking God's forgiveness, is not, I'm so bad, you're so good. It's a, your Roomba just bumped into the wall and now self-calculate. And the... The self-driving, um, the self-vacuum will bump into the wall and then it'll just take a U-turn. It'll recalculate. When you take a wrong turn on your GPS friend, what happens? It doesn't say, hey, d- hey, dummy. <laughs> I'm sure there is one out there. That- hey, dingus, you missed your turn. <laughs> Good luck finding it now. I ain't telling you where to go. <laughs> I have to share uh, tangentially, friends. Uh, there, there are several voiceovers. There's a a a Snoop Dogg, there is a Dark Vader, but there is one Punjabi voice over uh, GPS. Friends, bear with me on this one. And so it says in a very like colloquial way, like take a right, take a left. But if you go the wrong way, it moves at you. Uh... (laughs) No, I'm sorry. You have to, because... If you were going the wrong way in some Punjab province, you might run into a bull or a cow. So I love the fact that if you go the wrong way, it will uh, moo at you in a very discouraged way. Like I, I, I expected better from you. Expected better. So when your GPS, uh, internal GPS, which to me is guidance, God, the soul that He put the guidance that God sends us to to me when I take a wrong turn, can I trust internally that that GPS will turn me in the right direction? How could you ever trust that GPS to guide you if you never sat and sat and knew its gestures? It, say, for example, uh, Dr. Gina, you never knew that one fun fact. Now your GPS starts going, uh, uh. Would you at some point, would if your GPS started mooing at you and you didn't know what does this mooing mean, you might even start going more. It's like, oh, I think it's encouraging me. <laughs> so know, knowing that you have an internal system, a guidance system, and knowing that you have it is one thing, sitting with it for three minutes at a time to watch the rise and fall of your breath is the true place to begin your journey. And the next sentence is going to be, but now come, oh, Atreo of Fantasia, we need to prepare for the journey. Can any one of us sit for three minutes and watch the rise and fall of our breath like a wave and every projectile, every sea creature that comes up, every thought that jumps out of your mind? Are you ready to put it to rest? Are you ready to Pacific Rim your thoughts? Are you ready to take it down a notch and say, 
sea creature is coming to get me. And Dr. Gina is breathing. She's going, watching the rise and fall. And in that silence is the monster of anxiety, the dragon of depression, the uh, eel of not enoughness. Mm -hmm. All rear their heads. And you, friend, you need your inner Godzilla, Godzilla, needs to be within you, which is strong, vibrant, and aware. Your mm -hmm. inner Optimus Prime truly needs to awaken. How, friend, how young Thor will you take on the inner demons that come up during the simple rise and fall of your breath, I'm not good enough, I'm dumb, this is a waste of time, I hate something my parents did in my childhood, I hate, I am. How will you watch the rise and fall of your breath and conquer these demons without practice? Moreover, how will you then whip around your Thor hammer in a moment of distress and say in a moment, and that distress is not an attack on you. It is, wow, I could just scroll Instagram right now. Wow, I could double click out of this, this preachy podcast right now. And I could go have so much more fun doing anything. The actual scrolling could be to your, to your brain. Please hear me out. You are here with me, your soul. You love this. You're like, wow, I get what he's saying. Do you realize that your the novelness of scrolling when you scroll insta youtube when i do it and the algorithm is just populating a lot of stuff that i don't want to see the the chance of some cool thing popping up does anyone else feel what i'm describing when mm -hmm. you scroll i lived in vegas for two years friends I'm sorry, but have you never just struck your finger uh, up through Insta or through TikTok and just went, doo -doo 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 -doo. oh my God. And then have you ever tried to scroll fast and see if you could catch one that you like? Friends, we are watching the slot machine of novel information. What's happening? Oh man, some kid got wrestled an alligator in Florida, some this, some that. And I'm, I'm speaking my brain out here. How will Wissam navigate through Gucci bag stole on the back of a moped? Like just these salacious inside, uh, I don't want to call it tabloid, but just the... The the, the clickbait. Thank it's you. It's clickbait. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so... I'm literally putting my eye in front of the clickbait and I'm going do 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 make me make me excited. And has anyone gotten a little irritated? Here, talk about delayed gratification. <laughs> in the scroll, the scrolling, have you ever been like, man, it's all it's been trash for a couple of days. You can <laughs> yeah. And, and and then sometimes one day I'll be like, wow, Allah. Because there'll be a few, a few car videos and a few things will come out at once. And you're like, wow, Allah, this is so cool. So now does anyone else see the bubble that I'm talking about? I, I just created that actual scenario. 
If you tell me to delay gratification, someone might say, yeah, I did delay gratification for four days. I've been scrolling for four days and I didn't, and I didn't get anything out of it. I feel like I'm connecting, uh, uh, I'm connecting with you, friend. Like I feel you out there. We've all given our souls to a few nights of do 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 do, and then a few great videos came up, and then you excused yourself and like, oh, I'm learning, I'm learning something, and it's, so it's exciting, and you learn this, and what you're learning, it's called novel information, and it's very addictive. Uh, our prefrontal cortex and the parts of your brain, think of it, uh, uh, the part of our brain that's like, hey, new things. I will make new tools. I'll learn. You just keep telling, oh, I'm going to absorb and learn and learn. And that now, that painted, that deep picture, O'Neill, oh, you mean to tell me in the middle of the third day scroll, when you are irritated and kind of squinting at your screen, you're, you're, you, you look hideous. You've turned into the, you're, the way you're holding your device, your, your wrist, your hands, you've kind of hunched up over it completely. I mean this to you. And if you at home are like, can he see me? No, friend. Oh, no, you sound like my precious, my yes. precious my Lord of the Rings. It yeah. is. Oh, we should, we should, we can now make a meme, friends. You're hearing it, you're seeing it in front of your eyes of, of, uh, of Gollum turning over and he is stroking his cell phone. <laughs> What's in my pocket? <laughs> uh, no, that was... Uh, we're, that was that was deep down the rabbit hole, friends. Do you believe now that if you told Gollum, do some deep breathing, honey? <laughs> oh my, hello heaven. We're gonna. You, uh, our meditation services are so amazing. We brought Gollum back. Uh, <laughs> there you go, Quran.com. Inner revelation. It's always been inside you. All right, friends. We. I do have here. a question. Yes. Going along the lines of delay gratification, do you think maybe like our salah and our worship is in a way a sort of form of delayed gratification? Because I mean, you have to stop what you're doing that you want to do, I suppose, in some cases to do something else. And maybe that's sort of a a tool. If I can, uh, if, if I can tr try to unpack the way I see, I have thought that salah is to me the ultimate delayed gratification in the idea that you pray now, when do you get your benefit? When do you J see Jenna. the blessings? Jenna. J-A-N-N-A. Yeah. Uh, right. Friends, when do you see? So A, uh, I'm talking about that side of the of, of the spectrum over there in the afterlife. Jenna. As-salatu miftahul janna. The Arab um had small phrases and couplets our prophet peace be upon him spoke in very small phrases sometimes so we could remember it i want you that was the arabic uh, of the words of the prophet peace be upon him that translate to prayer is the key to paradise now i like where you went with this as prayer is the crowbar to this world i might uh, Dr. Gina, there's a verse in the Quran, Inna salata tanha anil fahsha ilal akhir al ayah till the end of the verse, that indeed the salah is a deterrent, is a op, 
it's a protector from uh, perversion. <laughs> it's, but as a, as a man, Dr. Gina, you, you're like, how? But while in the prayer, do you have perverse thoughts? If you are in a illicit action and it's time to pray, I, I have to put it out there. You're going to say, I, I got to go pray. Yep. <laughs> And maybe, maybe the Salah will then deter. Maybe then you're like, hey, I can't really. The club and, and Salah don't really fit in my schedule. So I'm going to just pick the, the prayer. Salah is the prayer as we affectionately refer to it only here on the podcast as Middle Eastern yoga. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yoga flame. <laughs> the flame of Salah. Not the filet mignon of that burger of Islam. Mm -hmm. So Islam is wonderful. If you choose, if you choose friends to see a purpose in what you're doing, a purpose that the prayer. So we don't always talk about tenets of Islam, but if you are of the believing faith and you wonder five times a day, that's what everyone I was at Express many years ago in the mall, and some guy was like, I really believe the Express checkout guy was like. I really believe Islam is right. I just five times a day and pork. Those were his two hangs up. He was like, I don't know if I could pray five times a day. And I really love bacon. And I really thought I was like the afterlife, the whole afterlife over some bacon. Uh, but I, I, I was like, there's beef bacon too. <laughs> and in that moment, I, uh, I realized, friends, the the way to pry ourselves away from the anxieties of a day. So all of this anxiety, depression, hopelessness, and paranoia medicine that is taken, people who take drugs or self-medicate, you are trying to get free from the world and its issue. You are trying to take a get high, get away from your problem. I don't even know if I need to finish my sentence. The <laughs> prayer pries you away. If uh, someone who smokes cigarettes, uh, Dr. Gina, uh, on a rainy day, on a snowy day, have you seen them go outside and, yep, this. Oh, yes, definitely. So prayer <laughs> is prayer. If you got to get outside for a cigarette, then you, you're like, wait a minute. Yes. Prayer is something that can pry you away from the day. Pry you away from the day. I see that phrase that I keep I repeat, repeated twice, friends, is a I seek refuge with my Lord from Satan, the damned, the accursed. I spoke about anxiety and depression, and I think I just it, I hit a trigger in my head. I was like, how many people out there experience hopelessness, anxiety, depression, and a sense of paranoia? Because when you feel paranoid, you can't even, it's paralyzing. You, it's easy to say on the outside, don't be paranoid. That's, a, again, dismissive. But that person in that moment, uh, I, think, I think I felt you and I sought protection for all of us. I know you feel in the hole. And I'm talking, I'm talking from outside the well, looking down, say, it's going to be okay. It's mm -hmm. going to be, mm -hmm. it's hard. I'm still going to say it's going to be okay. But now when you think about whether it's 
from a believing perspective or non-believing perspective, would you benefit from pressing pause on life five times a day? Would you benefit, if I even said going on airplane mode for your life for five minutes, uh, for five times a day, five minutes a day? Yeah, yeah. Now, now let's entertain that for a moment. You're like, did your brain go blank for a moment? What we call the thought gap. If you went offline, uh, a wife, you went on airplane mode for your, your, your soul, airplane mode for your soul. No one has access airplane mode for your energy. <laughs> soul is uh, too, uh, it's too far away for the energy that you are. You put on airplane mode. Oh, you go invisible. You you yeah. go to ghost mode five mm -hmm. times a day. That to me, that to me is, is a medication for depression. It yeah. is a medication for anxiety. And if I may, it is a medication for addiction as well. Mm -hmm. Whether it be drugs, alcohol, uh, excuse me, il uh, uh, illicit sexual addictions, are very properly interrupted if you have to keep going and praying. Mm -hmm. Alhamdulillah. 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 Yes. Thanks, Allah. W yeah. Without, so if you, whatever range of issues you might deal with, I definitely, definitely feel like you have, you have now a chance to say, I can delay gratification. Mm -hmm. I have tools. That to me was the, is the point is I have tools, go on airplane mode, go on ghost invisible mode. I, I think on Telegram, WhatsApp, there's a, you can mute everyone or uh, show your status as not online. You, like you have these options to, mm -hmm, to, mm -hmm. to not see. Five times a day, I disappear and am only visible to one. Let's full stop there. No names, nothing, just... I am available to one, visible to one. I'm always visible to that one, but I'm now invisible to everybody else. Five minutes a day, I then I am watching the rise and fall of my breath. In that in itself, I, I'm not allowing the external thoughts. I'm inside the matrix. I, I'm in the, the, the programming phase where you can learn new things. I need guns, lots of guns. The scene, it's a movie reference, friends. Uh, uh, I would ask you to go to that space and say, it's the white blank void. And there you stand. <laughs> I'm enjoying this personally. I'd love to stand like this five times a day to pray to put my body weight into my heels. And now I'm going to go off and rant on the postures of prayer, but I, I will curtail myself to say, friends, wow, Dr. Gina, if mm -hmm. we now said God Almighty said in the Quran to pray and then via his prophet said, and if you don't pray, there's you know eternity and brimstone and the actual hell and fire and scorpions yeah. the size of donkeys. Hey. Yes, but do you see the now could you see the value in the prayer as opposed to the intensity of the punishment? I can't because you know I've always asked, you know, sometimes I feel so overwhelmed. I'm like, you know, God, just watch just just pause the world for a moment. Just 
just stop. I just want to stop. And and when you pray, you are doing that. You're Ooh. pausing the world just for those few moments. You can put down whatever it is that's bothering you and just be in that moment. I think that's powerful. And if we could dive a backflip into it for a moment, when we say prayer, the English word, it triggers a feeling mainly, I don't think of Ju Ju Judaism. And I don't I kind of think Hinduism prayer and then think Hindu. But I'm sorry. The first thing I think is uh, say a prayer. I think Catholic. I think like mm -hmm. say a Hail Mary, say a hymn. Now, it can can we go down this one thought hole for a second, friends, to say uh, say a prayer in usually comes in two uh, sentences in our mind. Even if you don't use it in the context, subconsciously we say Say a prayer, somebody's sick, say uh, you he needs to pray that person has sinned. Mm -hmm. Being sick or sinning are the two reasons you pray. And hence, one of a, a growing up in Catholic school for the two years that I went, many times uh, friends had said, Wissam must sin a lot. And then someone else would say, Why? Well, he's always praying. Mm -hmm. He's always praying. So it, it I, I, I could see that when I was in my 20s, uh, my mom would always tell me she was praying for me. And I took it as an insult because I was Thank like, what you. am I doing wrong? Do you pray for me all the time? Why do you have to do? No, no, no. Wow, friends, can we, can we, I want to repeat that in your mind. How many of us do subconsciously take the phrase? And Dr. Gina, it's not you. It's we have this feeling of. I it's the way the word is set up. I'm praying for you. I've judged you already, but I, I believe that's not what mom meant. Like I'm, I'm like in the way we say, I pray for my kids. Oh, Allah, give them goodness. Like you, you wish it's the same as I wish it for you. Yes. And I changed the frame of reference and I got older. I realized, no, if someone is praying for me. They're saying to me, I am giving you a gift. This is, yeah, this is an act of love. If we could yes. switch the word praying and friends, we're still on that one thought chain. We'll come back up this. We'll go right back up to say th that saying your your mom's phrase uh, is a prayer. It's a prayer, right? It, it, it's a prayer. And, and say in some cases, uh, Dr. Gina, I'm sorry, I've heard it in so many negative connotations. I'll pray for you. It's the this subtle, aggressive uh, um judgment so mm -hmm. it, it has we're all going to take it as a gift we're all going to say okay prayers are as a gift now though could you see the second we take that chain all the way back up and now when we muslims use the phrase saw la saw saw la prayer we are specifically talking about five obligatory not not a cho choice not optional five prayers five points in a day that god has marked out through religious text where we do a certain number of savasana if you've done any yoga you basically the uh one raka is going from up to middle to all the way down into what you see uh, portrayed horribly in Hollywood as prostration. Our elbows don't touch the ground. We don't look like sun worshipers, but we'll get we'll get there. Mm -hmm. Real 
real poly, real real Arabs, real Arabs. If you could Google it, um, it's a documentary of over three hundred films in the last thirty years depicting Arabs, real bad Arabs. R e e l b a d Arab. A-R-A-B, Real Bad Arab. Uh, excuse me, tangent there, but you can, mm -hmm. it, uh, it is a documentary. And I think the idea, you don't need to watch it, um, is that they've taken 300 films uh, over the last 30 years. And it's pretty clear. It's, it's not one or two, guys. It's not one or two. It's pretty clear. And then when you watch it, you'll be like, oh, yikes. I was... I was rooting for the good guy too. I wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to, you know, kind of rip their head off or whatever it was. And Allahu Akbar is always, and it's just the worst tajweed. I've never met an Arab <laughs> who can't say Allahu Akbar correctly. And, oh, wait, it's not an angry phrase. It's actually very Allahu Akbar. Even if I was yelling Allahu Akbar, it's still on the intention and how it feels when it comes out to you. So thank you, friends. It's an exclamation of happiness. If my spouse called me and said, we we were having a baby, uh, we found a treasure chest full of money, I'd like to be able to say, Allahu Akbar, that's so awesome. But I will not make that mistake. I will not make that mistake <laughs> till cultural change. Where are we going with that, friends? To be able to have a way to take prayer, our, the second word, the word prayer, and now you use it as no connection to guilt, shame. Uh, there's no, you're sick. Say five times a day, I will connect with the source of creation and I will watch the rise and fall of my breath. When you choose to evolve, you can then say to yourself, hey, creator source up there was there any pray anything that you wanted like how do you want me to should i dance for you should i work out for you should i sit silently and float up to you oh what's that you'd like me to go up and down 17 times a day and you call this and you revealed it through not an arab not a man or a woman Oh, that same character we've met through the whole eons of stories. Gabriel. Gabriel, you remember him. He was there for Jesus, alayhi salatu wasalam, too. Gabriel came down to Muhammad, peace be upon him. Real human being. Sorry, friend. I know your brain wants to be like, uh, if he's real, he had to be violent. And maybe he just wasn't real at all. He was real. He wasn't violent. What about all the wars? Sure, we could have that conversation about the battles that took place. But Jesus's closest brother in prophethood, because they were both prophets, is Muhammad, peace be upon him. So, friend, if you're willing to connect the dots here and say prayer five times a day, Gabriel came to the final messenger and said, hey, these are the components of that prayer. It's a great narration, and it is a source of our belief 
on how that prayer was given to Muhammad, peace be upon him, in the night journey. You may have read about it before. During the night journey where Muhammad, peace be upon him, went to the heavens and God gave him the prayer. That gets very mytholo mythological. Mythological? Mythological. Morning. Good toodles to you. Good mythological morning to our to our two wonderful hosts out there. <laughs> I love mythological. It. I it gets a little mythological. So let's leave it at once you spend a few moments in the up and down of your breath, take a few minutes to say, hey, are there any postures of this? There's a prayer of Mary. There is Salah. I'd like you to look at various postures of prayer and explore them. Explore them. See what a, a ruku ruku looks like. What does sajda, uh, the the Arab, Arabic word for prostration? So there's a there's a specific distance between your hands. You want to keep your head up, your hands beneath that. You don't want your elbows touching. Your knees are bent, and your toes. You're trying to grip the ground. Your toes are facing forward. So, oh, and in that pressure on your tips of your toes you're creating a beautiful arch in your foot there's so much and one could spend a lot of time developing their postures of prayer here to me is delayed gratification meditation breathing mindfulness uh, uh, active meditative eating awareness of what i say and think dude but why man why go through all the difficulty? So many reasons. Source, because I can. And, and truly everyone knows right now, if I had the best chocolate cake every day, it wouldn't be the best chocolate cake anymore. If I ate the highest class sushi every day and ate the best steaks, I, I wouldn't mind the process of it getting old. I would not mind the process. <laughs> Right, I'm sitting yeah. here thinking uh, it would get old, but yes, but the process, the the time between here and it getting old, <laughs> is a lot of steak and a lot of sushi and a lot of good times. So, uh, yeah, where were we? Uh, some... We were talking about why, why delay gratification, and because... I think that that's partly, you know, for each person's goals and individual. I think it's an individualized thing. There's a reason, you know, you have a goal in your life. You have an overarching goal. Like my goal was to get a PhD. So there was a lot of delayed gratification. I had to not do certain things to reach the bigger goal. And so I don't think we can say exactly what everyone's individual goal is, but in order to, to become a better person and in order to grow, instead of being stuck where you are, then yeah, you have to, to be uncomfortable and delay but, gratification. And and that uncomfortable part is I want us all to put that word on the shelf on an upper on the top shelf for a second because we we are all very uncomfortable getting uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. We are all very uncomfortable getting uncomfortable so I will turn it back to say you gave me one steak today. And then said, com let's complete these tasks together. And seven months from now, we're going to have this experience again. Friend, I would like to say, I would like to say 
Sure, you can make intention that you're going to be grateful at every turn and that you're going to read, read the names of God and gratify him on every bite. I'm sorry, beloved. You're just as human as all of us. And the, the Rari is not going to be as exciting anymore. It's not going to be as exciting. And I'm sure someone else would say, that's why you have 10 supercars. Sure. And more to you. I pray you get yours. I pray you get yours. If you... Uh, if you can then say the delaying of joy does lead to greater joy. The delaying of joy does lead to greater joy. When you space out the gratification, it does. It feels deeply good. And I, I am saying associate gratification with the complete celebrate your success. Ah, mean. I'm so happy. Oh, mean. For you. Yes. Yes. Put, Put some put some weight behind your success. And so ultimately, I'm pulling it together here, friends. Why? And this is the angle that I pray you get to type in the word delayed gratification and hear podcasts. At least uh, maybe someone has cut this down on YouTube. All, this, all the various dozen plus podcasts that have talked about delayed gratification. My ending word that I pray is unique to you. Delay the gratification, and I believe it will be better than if you kept if you got the small little hit, if you got the small little dose of happiness. Mm -hmm. It will be that much better. It, it delay the joy, not to stop joy, but to have more. Delay the joy, create focus, discipline, and then build it up. And when that moment happens. I believe you'll be that much of a stronger person that when the experience goes in your mouth or the video, or you get to watch a good movie, uh, instead of watching a movie a weekend or, or friends, I'm not throwing daggers at you. I'm, whatever you do to gratify, uh, space it out. If you truly watched three films a year you, and you would choose them, be like, wow, this was great. Uh, Sidetrack. We, we don't typically watch many movies at home. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was exciting, was, was so much, so much. Well, mm -hmm, we're not mm -hmm. done with it. We watched it piecemeal and it's exciting. To me, I would much rather, oh, Wissam, did you see the new this, the this? No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I've heard so many times for so many amazing movies. I haven't seen the new Batman. Uh, and and that's just not the way my my life is structured at the moment. But so many people have said, "Wow, you have to, you have to, you have to," and then you're like, "Yes, I'm. I believe that reality. I believe that they they are that good. That the stories are compelling. That it's art." And I'm willing to say, when I ch now choose, and I can say, I'm gonna watch this with my kids in this scenario, on these circumstances, the joy is intense. The joy really is oh, intense. Wow. That's so, awesome. yes. So here, here is to all of our listeners taking a leap and saying, joy is out there. The world is a, is a picnic basket, is an apple orchard of good times. Mm -hmm. And now good times are a scroll away. Gentlemen, uh, TikTok is abundant and ladies, YouTube is, is streaming and it's there. 
you mm-hmm. in 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 the darkest of sentences uh i'm sorry i and I, i'm i'm being dark in this so true love is real but your your husband will never be able to provide you as many likes as the internet will take that dark oh those are dopamine hits too yeah you stand no chance you stand if you can't learn because here's what's the opposite what if i can't learn to delay gratification what if i can't then you'll end up uh, on this uh, on this uh i need to keep getting it keep getting it and Mm -hmm. it will corrode your life you become addicted to something addicted to something I believe a male or female, if I'm getting so much love outside, I don't think that I'll have a good relationship on the inside. I think that I will, there will be a lot of falling apart on the inside. Uh, yes, because friends, that won't last. The outside stuff doesn't last. The extrinsic rewards are temporary. They're vague. They're, they, they change quickly. You know, one moment you're popular and everyone likes you and the next minute you're not popular and nobody likes you. And if you're basing your self-worth on that, then you're just going to, your self-worth is just going to be trashed. Yes, it is. And to us, friends, we want you to hear some verses from the Quran because it makes me happy. And I believe that I like to extend that happiness to you. If you would imagine the blowing away of negativity you the negativity around you is going to be blown away put yourself in maybe just shift your posture in some way if you if you if you're not moving then i, I can't you're just listening to words in your brain make the shift and God speaks the greatest of truth. I pray that was transferred over to you, friends. It felt right. It felt good. Let's take a moment to land this plane. If you receive joy from this podcast, put a carrot. Say, let me get up and go do my prayers or my meditation or let me go do self-care. We'll see you all as the weeks unfold. Friends, let's welcome fall. Let's welcome the harvesting season. And let's get get ourselves ready for the countdown to Umrah. December 17th, I'll see you all as we go. Check out IOK Umrah if anyone's interested to go. But I I think at this point, Subhanallah, by the time this is aired, there's there's 10 seats right now. So this is a little obnoxious. I'm sorry, friends. I do pray that we get a chance to go for Umrah together. Uh, here is to us. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.